Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, we're going to kick it off. This is the Litmus Podcast. We've got a full house in the building. You're listening with me, Swaz Michele. Me, the Robin Hurst. And the guests in the building are Captain Louis, Aaron yeah, yeah, Louis. Yeah. yeah, I'm here, yeah, I'm here, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here, I'm here. Chico Cherie. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the building. You are in the building. Chris K, the DJ. What do you do? What do you do? I'm back, <laughs> baby boy. I'm back, baby. 10 out of 10, the Tennessee's in the building. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got 20 minutes, and we're going to kick it off with this litmus. You cannot cancel anyone in 2019. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Cancel culture. Let's get into it. What? So just on the context of this, R. Kelly, um, Big Don, I suppose, in the R&B scene. Um, <laughs> king of R&B. Well, <laughs> king of R&B. Well, um, and he's been cancelled on the front where people are not playing his music in the club. Um, people obviously are, are, are not rocking with the fact that these allegations have come out true. And so people now are in the predicament of, I love the music, but I hate the man. And so how do I go about enjoying the music and hating the man? You um, and you don't, but some people are like but I enjoy the music too tough and so I don't know how to cancel him and so this has sprung up this whole conversation around cancel culture what does it look like can you practically do it I think because this is the first time someone huge needs to be cancelled well, within our community yeah. I think obviously we look at the people like Harvey Weinstein who needs to be cancelled but I think now it's the first time it's actually huge yeah. with R. Kelly for some reason so I think it's the first time we're actually seeing how this will actually play out if R. Kelly goes to prison is he cancelled? Like, is it official? But this is... Like, that, that, that's that's what I want to know. Is that, is that cancelled? What is cancelled? This is the, the, but the main question we've got to lead with is what is cancelled? Yeah, because right? that's a good question. Because is it public detachment from a concept or a person or idea? Is that cancellation? And then at what point... Because if we look at R. Kelly as a, as a scenario, if he actually gets adequately pun- punished and gets thrown under the jail, is that cancellation success? We don't know because there's no actual been clear, sorry, clear identification of what cancellation actually is. Right. So you're saying even if you went to jail, but the clubs are still playing his music, or even me in Ilford's playing his music without anyone else knowing, does that affect the way okay. he's been cancelled? Well, if so a tree falls in and no one's here to hear it, it's one of them mad ones. But right. Has anyone ever been cancelled back, back, back in the day? Well, well, this is the thing. We never used to use the word cancelled. That's it. Cancelled is an internet phenomenon. Mm. That's not really outside. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. walk, you walk around outside, people got their AirPods in, you know what I mean? They could be listening to whatever they want. I'm never listening to R. Kelly in my AirPods. It's just something I don't really do. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. So it's. Again, it's, these are easy adjustments. Once we start to check. I think what's fascinating about the R. Kelly situation is because it's someone people unconsciously interacted with on so many different levels, whether it was him as an artist 
or him as a songwriter or him as a producer. And he's a, he was a popular figure for a, a, a long period of time. And we haven't seen this kind of outrage since uh, Michael Jackson, where we was all a bit too young to understand the hysteria of that impact because the same allegations follow him. And I'm hearing there's a documentary lined up about him. Mm. That's probably going to change everyone that feels about it. Mm. There's, there's a more interesting conversation that, that also has to be had of the, the, the victims having uh, a face now and having context because we all knew about these kind of behaviours. We all heard about this. It's not the first time we've heard about R. Kelly's actions or... So, That's true. So f- when we say cancel, at what point are we cancelling? We cancel at a point where we hear a victim or are we cancelling at a point where we hear a rumour? If we cancel at a point, quote unquote, cancel at a point, we hear a rumor that's it's a dangerous precedent because we all, all know that the reputation of men can't be trusted in general in terms of men and women. You can't leave the hands of someone's reputation into hearsay. Our legal system ain't built on that, and our opinion system ain't built on that. So then it adds us a, a whole new layer of like, what kind of da- dangerous precedent are we setting by even poorly defining cancel culture? Because if you someone heard a rumor about you, say, oh yeah, I heard Swaz is a hater. You know what right, I'm saying? there's no facts to back it up. That's cancel culture. I'm yeah. cancelling Swaz because she a hater. When we look at the only measurements in play and add a layer of a, an ambiguous term like cancelling, we're almost uh, opening up uh, a box to, that sets a dangerous precedent for us to say anything without repercussion or accountability. Yeah. Cancel my, culture gives no room for accountability. My thing about cancel culture is we've, we are meant to have cancelled a lot of things and it just it's like short-term cancels. Do you know why? Because there's no accountability. Exactly. So that's why I'm saying I think cancel culture is a. So is a imagine flop. if we like, moved. It make no move, sense. If we moved can, cancel out of the way and, and started pressing for accountability, we'll see different reactions, right? If I said, if we said nah, we want R. Kelly to answer these allegations, rather than say mute R. Kelly. I believe it's a legitimate movement, but I'm mm-hmm. saying if the push or the, the the collective momentum was for accountability, I think that solution may have. Um, uh, a better precedent than us to simply detach publicly from a situation that people aren't committing to the d- detachment of because the word cancel is so ambiguous. So so let's try and hone it in then. If it's so ambiguous, so cancelling to me is you've done something wrong. Right. You must take account for what you have done wrong. Right. And if you are in a position where you have I- you have influence, that influence must stop until you, one, recognise what you've done is wrong. Right. Or two... Even if you don't own up to it, you must acknowledge it. Right. Because I think a lot of people were like, he's just going off making records and collecting money, but he hasn't even dealt with whatever's gone so on. So with that being the precedent, no one's ever been cancelled. Well, exactly. So then we're talking about a term that's unenforceable up until this point. And then we're trying to enforce people retrospectively and in the future with no, something that's quite ambiguous. That's if we're talking about cancellation as, as forcing accountability, which I don't think cancellation is I don't think that's what when people are talking about cancel culture I think they're talking about cutting off someone's you know access to resources people, whether that be money I don't think that is. or influence or whatever Do you know what I think cancel culture is people just want retweets at the end of the day yeah. no like let's call it what it is I don't think people are actually serious about cancelling people they're just looking to jump on the wave jump on the wave like mm, no I think it depends it all depends on what we're cancelling someone for Can, like let's if we sway away from R. Kelly let's say Kanye yeah like I haven't cancelled Kanye <laughs> and he's he's obviously said a few things that we think wow that's a bit lit but I haven't cancelled him yet like, do you know what I mean because he was in the, was in the cancelled conversation let's was, not forget it's because I'll tell you what it is it's uncomfortable to to, to, to quote unquote cancel people who we have an affinity towards mm. if it's your brethren that goes and commits a heinous crime it's very tough yeah mm. 
it's not easy and I don't think people are really ready for that real conversation it's easier to, to judge a celebrity easy it doesn't it doesn't How mean do you because that's, that's what I'm saying that's, your phone. that's not that's the other like, the, the, but that's what I'm saying is the way that you cancel if you're talking about your friends the way you cancel your friends is not to force them to be accountable for their behaviour it's to cut them off right. so the way that you cancel your homie is like we're not friends anymore. I don't talk to that guy. I don't associate with that guy. When people are like, oh, what's so-and-so is your boy? You're like, no, that's not my boy. That's how you're cancelling someone. Right. You don't have any power to control whether they whether they take accountability or not for their actions. You can't force them to sit in a chair and apologise to someone, but right. you can cut them off. Right. And so when we're talking about celebrities, I think it's much harder because the scale and the scope is so much bigger. But essentially, if we're talking about cancelling R. Kelly, what people are talking about, by my understanding, is, or if people are talking about cancelling Kanye, is talking about literally mute R. Kelly or mute Kanye, where people are saying, we don't, we don't engage with the content that that person creates anymore. We don't associate with that person anymore. If people are trying to play the tunes, we're not listening to them, blah, blah, blah. Nobody's like gonna walk up to R. Kelly and be like, you need to answer for your crimes. People are so gonna be then, like, I'm not engaging with the content. And, and in doing that, you're then limiting, in, in the way that you can, you're limiting the amount of power that that person has moving through the world. You know what I think cancel culture would be though, if you're gonna go with that, mm. is all of these documentaries, why even watching it in the first place yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's it's, it's still kind of fueling the it's fueling the flame like well the mute to, to lead on the mute conversation as well that also lends to complicitness if there's no confrontation or accountability we are also then complicit which I don't think is necessarily a, a totally bad thing because I don't think the solution is one one glove fitting mm -hmm. all five fingers you know we should have cancelled OJ you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying but at the same time it's one of them ones where if we don't tie down these definitions, I think it falls into this ambiguous conversation that we're, we're having that, that is becomes a blanket for anyone's agenda rather than towards a solution or any kind of accountability or consideration for, for a victim of any heinous crime. Yeah, and I think that's another thing to say is that some crimes are awful like what R. Kelly's doing and then there's other things that people are getting cancelled for where I think was a mistake and I think mm, maybe we just mm. live in a very merciless generation I just generation don't know what cancelled means I can't lie to you I, like, I struggle with cancelled yeah, as a people, word people aren't cut really off is different canceled. if you say cut off and you cut off a bread and you find out when your brain doing something cut off that's, that's different because there's but almost, are they are uh, they beyond redemption though I don't think most brethrens are I think if you sat down with your friend and was like look this is this is licked do you see where right, I so think most this, friends this, would be like oh my bad so Therefore, this, this, you don't need this, to be cancelled. That becomes a, an accountability question, right? That's you asserting accountability on a situation with your peer or your friend that you love, right? Yeah. That's not what's, that's not what's happening. What's happening is we're banding behind the word cancel and we're saying, yeah, oh, something flames has happened, cancel. It's retweets, fam. And, and what's happening is the people that have got retweets on their agenda, they're gaining momentum because yeah. they're able to just to jump behind the stereo, but they've got questionable bridges. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they've got questionable bridges, questionable well. ethics. And if, well. we, if we did sincerely hold microscopes on the, every individual's life, we'll probably find some kind of right. uh, questionable thing, not in terms of like our Kelly scale, but yeah. just in terms of the collective moral standard, right? Yeah. So what's a dangerous precedent to set is when we mask behind these ambiguous terms, is that we can't have the, the conversations that we need to really be having because the hysteria is taken over. Mm. And then it takes another act that is more hysterical than the, the previous act to even garner any attention. So if someone does something to, if, if an R&B singer does something to one person right now, that's in, their, in the height of their career, 
it's not going to get the traction coverage or discussed that the R. Kelly situation is because of how we've approached cancel culture being one of the motivating factors. Not the sole one, but the, the momentum has to shift to something more grotesque each time yeah. in order for us to garner that collective reaction that could be the momentum towards change rather than um, what we're actually dealing with now, which is just hysteria. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how how functional the cancel conversation I is think, in I think hysteria. we're cancelling some of the... We, we do need to cancel R. Kelly. We do need to cancel anyone that's Kanye? doing is it in what? terms of in terms of opinion I think opinion is a very different thing to cancel if Kanye's opinion is this yeah what crime has Kanye what committed what crime has he committed well, whereas, that's if you set the precedent as crime but, but I, I know mean, some criminals that have got great hearts yeah, but what I mean right? what I'm trying to get to what I'm trying to get to is like we're cancelling <laughs> R. Kelly for his crimes 100% mm-hmm. I've cancelled loads of people and I will not step foot into these businesses some things just need to get cut off like so is it a moral standpoint is a cancel thing for me it is I think we need to have the conversation about moral standpoints rather than have the cancel culture conversation but then we all fall short I'm not listening to to you lot I'm still listening to Kanye I don't even hear what he said I can't even hear what you're saying about okay this tune still bangs Mm. you know what I'm saying but I'm saying if if there was a moral standpoint um, enforced it will create a different kind of momentum of behaviour. Yeah, definitely. The conversation around cancellation is redundant because, Facts. like Chico said, essentially is just about retweets mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people trying to piggyback off of someone's wrongdoings. The, the conversation does need to shift mm-hmm. to moral, a, a conversation maybe about morality, maybe about moral standards, maybe about something else. I think the issue here, the, the real issue at the heart of the, the conversation is that people people don't care unless they are forced to care or unless there's a consequence for them to in, in not caring. Right. So unless unless culture shifts to the point where you look bad if you don't care, people don't care. Like no no one because we we all heard like if we're talking about rumors, we all heard about R. Kelly from when we was how old? Like from trust me, from when we was young and from Boondocks, yeah. And and we at, all knew. We all knew yeah. and no one cared. And and that and that is is horrible because that means you you're looking into a maybe a darker part of yourself. Maybe it's due to lack of understanding. Maybe we didn't know the seriousness of the crimes. Maybe we didn't know what that represented for the culture at large. Maybe we didn't know what that meant for our loved ones, particularly women in our families or whatever. But the the harsh reality is, at the time we didn't care, and now we care probably because the conversations are pro- a popular conversation. Mm. There's some people who still genuinely don't care, yeah. but they just don't want to look wrong. Mm. And and that's yeah, that's also in some ways valid, but also very problematic, right? Mm -hmm. And I think uh, across the board, people like so when we're talking about Kanye, if you don't particularly care about Trump or MAGA or whatever because it doesn't affect you or because you're not not that deep into politics, why are you cancelling Kanye? Mm -hmm. If you like the song, you like the song. He hasn't done anything to you. That's why the conversation about crime and opinions is two separate things. But when it comes down to criminal activity there's also people who are doing mad crime artists who we bang mm. every day who are doing mad crud yeah, like yeah, there's exactly, artists that yeah. we listen to on a regular basis who and, and then when someone gets stabbed outside Ilford Station we'll be like oh this is so sad this is so terrible but no one wants to blame then the conversation is a very different conversation because it doesn't directly affect us so we don't really care about it 
But mm-hmm. if it was, if the artist killed, and this is what I said the first time the R. Kelly thing happened, I was like, if that was my sister, mm. I would care about it. So I have to care. And I would then I would cancel them in whatever way I could. I'd probably do more than that. But I would at least seek justice. And I think the problem is, is because the, the machine is so large, we don't have to do anything. And therefore people, it's much easier to just tweet the right thing and get bare likes than it is to actually go through the process of seeking justice for another person, mm. particularly when the issue doesn't directly affect you. I think that is my stance on cancel culture. Mm. Or not my stance on cancel culture, but my understanding as to why it's redundant. Because people don't genuinely care about stuff. Mm. And when they do, that's when people are like marching in the streets and burning buildings down and doing mad stuff. Yeah, mm. there's a lot there. There's a lot there. We got to wrap it up, though. We got to wrap it up. I feel like we're further ahead in the conversation around cancel culture. Even just distinguishing between crime and opinion, I think that is definitely something that people don't think about. And even if you are retweeting something, it then questions why you're retweeting it. Are you retweeting it because it's popular, or is it because you have that level of care? It's a Limitless podcast. There you go. Uh, what does cancel culture look like? There it is. Um, we got to wrap it up, though. So we've got Captain Louie in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Yeah, we've got Chico yeah. Shuri in the house. Big up. Big up. I'm about to leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> Front door. Chris K, the DJ. Blessings. Blessings. <laughs> Chen out of 10. Chen is he? Yeah. And the rule been hurt. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Let us know on the socials. Um, get out. Let us know your opinions. We out. We out. We out. The Limitless podcast. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.